Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello there and welcome to the very first episode of That's What She Said, in which I, Kristen Kelp, talk to female entrepreneurs and male entrepreneurs and talk all by myself as well about all things business and freeing yourself up in business to do exactly what it is you want to do in the world. So that tagline is totally going to change because that isn't a tagline, but whatever, you know what? We're recording and let's do this. Today's topic is website traffic. So I'm getting tons of website traffic, but it's not converting into people buying my shit. I'm summarizing someone else's question. What does that mean and how do I fix it? Because we all just want to fix it, right? The first rule is, dude, are you being yourself? Imagine that everybody coming to your website is on a date with you. Are you being like a very stiff, formal, like, hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Good. Like, are you super duper like Wayne's World Garth level awkward around this person that you're trying to get to know? Or are you truly yourself? So are you truly saying the things that are true about you, showing people who you are, differentiating yourself in some way, and then generally welcoming the person um, to you as they visit? So I see a lot of, hi, Uh, My name is Stephanie, and I like to drink coffee and take pictures, and I hope that you like pictures too, because I will then take photos of your family, and you should contact me. Well, there's a call to action at the end, and for sure, you're probably telling the truth. I mean, I don't doubt that you're, I don't think you're lying, but is that inherently interesting? No. A big part of doing my website was uh, of redoing it, which it now has just the word fuck three inches high in the header and my hair is pink and I'm jumping on the bed and it's way over the top in terms of personality is because that's who I actually am. So when you meet me, you're a lot like, oh, Jesus, who are you? I wanted it to accurately convey I'm pretty quiet until I'm not. And then I will be the person that makes you jump in the pool or that makes you do jello shots until 3 a.m. or that makes you dance on the table or whatever. I will be that person for you. And that's who I am on a date. Uh, I'm pretty, not crazy, I'm not not like the naked girl or anything, Um, but I am very much myself and I'm going to say exactly what I wanna say. So I want you to be scared away right away which is, oh, hey, look, it says fuck three inches high in the header. I'm not okay with that. I'm going to go away right now. It's like finding a Craigslist creeper. You find them and you can identify them right away. There isn't any back and forth. So with your website, are you drawing people in or pushing them away right away? Or are you sort of like the middle ground 
mushy place where you look like everybody else. Because I'm not interested in you if you look like everybody else. It's just a pure, whether I'm dating you or hiring you, unless you sell like, I don't know, carpets and I can only hire someone within one mile of my home, I really want you to be yourself and I really want to hear about who you are in the world before I hire you. Cool? Which leads to, you've probably been taking a lot of advice of some kind. And advice can be so wonderful. There's so much free advice on the internet, but it can also blow goats, dude. If you're all like, here are the top five ways to be more awesome at life. Download my free PDF now with like awkward hand gestures that you can't see that are happening right now. That's not going to work unless you are that person. If you truly are like the person that can break it all down into top five lists, awesome. Otherwise, how can you take care of your clients in a more interesting way? How can you make them feel loved or safe or warm? Whatever it is you want them to feel, and that is what you want to give them for free as a download or an opt-in or a reason to join your list. Though again, kudos to you for having a list because lots of people that talk to me about website traffic are like, I get lots of people, but then they never come back. Yes, most people won't come back. That's why you want to have a list so that you can contact them even though they aren't visiting your website. So if you're not familiar with email lists, there is a brand camp post called website, uh, email list in 15 minutes or less. Google that shit. It'll take care of you in 15 minutes or less. Also, my neighbor has started sawing outside. That is some excellent ambient background noise that's happening. So the other thing is, aside from taking too much advice, which is like only take advice from the people that you really, really love. Because there's a very, very popular, and I use the word popular kind of generously, uh, psychology guy who is just fucking annoying as shit to me and I keep trying to like see past how annoying he is to listen to his advice but the truth is he's a big push for me I can't listen to him talk for more than three minutes if he would write down what he's saying and I wouldn't have to listen to him talk I might be able to listen to his advice but the truth is if he's so annoying that I cannot listen to him talk for three minutes I shouldn't be taking his advice so if you're taking advice from people you don't fucking adore it's not going to turn out as well as the people that are telling you how to do things that make you feel more you. So you could hate me because I swear or because I'm too upfront or I'm quote unquote not professional enough, but, and that's okay, then don't listen to my advice. But that goes the same for people that are like, ah, but they're okay, but yeah, but no, but that feels gross when I do that, don't do it, okay? So you're gonna be yourself, you're gonna ta stop taking so freaking much advice you're going to make your own work interesting to you. So if your opt-in is like how to look better in photos, but you don't give a shit because you know you can make anybody look in good in photos and you love love and that's what you do, then make the opt-in or the offer that you're making all about loving love, right? I just did this with a client yesterday. She was like the top five ways to look really great in photos. And the truth is she didn't give a shit, but she lives on the island of Wahoo. And so we came up with this fantastic idea about the top five places to make out in Wahoo because she's all about love and engagements and weddings and beautiful sweeping scenery and it's totally fun and it has nothing to do with how you're going to look in photos and it will grow her list exponentially. I guarantee it because it's so her. She's so soft and she's so very in love with her husband and she's so very in love with love. So if you take a good hard look at your freebies or your offers and it's like, ah, you're sort of channeling the voice of someone who told you what to do, don't do it. I have paid thousands of dollars for programs and been like, you know what? I just can't. You're giving good advice for a different human being. I am not that person. It's not going to work for me.
right? The other thing, make it easy to contact you. Easy, easy, easy. I don't mean like I don't mean write email me. I mean write, actually write out your email address. And I don't mean call me. I mean type it out every time. If you can, load your contact form at the bottom of a page in which you want people to contact you. Make it easy, easy, easy to contact you because otherwise people won't. They'll click away, they'll be distracted, they'll find another BuzzFeed fucking quiz to take, right? There's always a reason to click away, so you want to make it super simple to reach out and get in contact with you, especially if you sell services. Because with products, people will often like, oh, they'll leave the, the browser open, they'll buy, whatever, but the effort of filling out a form, oh, it's so hard. By the same token, the more information you ask of people, the less likely they are to give it. So I saw yesterday, I was on a website and I saw a subscription form, like you're just getting onto their newsletter list and there were 14 fields. I was like, whoa, I don't wanna give you my address, my phone number, my email address, and like my shoe size in order to get your emails, right? So make it easy and then ask for the minimum amount of information possible in order to make that contact work for you. So if you have to have their phone number, ask for it. If you never use the people's phone number, don't ask for it. Ask for it in a follow-up email. So make it easy, make it simple. And then make yourself a freaking list that you'd like to freaking subscribe to. So if you go to brandcampblog.com and click on the don't click here button or scroll all the way to the bottom, you can totally join the Fuck Yeah Club. And I give free classes and I give you a copy of Go Your Own Way, which is my book about freeing yourself from business as usual. And if I saw that on someone else's site, I would totally fucking sign up for it. If you would not sign up for the shit that you're offering, you cannot expect other people to. And I don't mean in that way where like, well, I would sign up for me, but I can't afford me. I mean, like you would just not be interested, right? Like you make orange purses and actually you would never carry an orange purse in your whole fucking life. That's not a good sign. So if you take a critical eye toward your own website and say, would I actually respond to the thing I'm asking other people to do? And would I respond with enthusiasm? So if you're saying, call me, would I actually call this person? Or would I actually go and look at this page first and then call from there? How would I do it? You are the expert on you, but you also need to look at your website from an objective standpoint. Am I wooing this person enough? Am I trying to give them all of me? Am I showing them who I am? Am I showing them my work? Am I making it easy to contact me? Am I making it fun or engaging or magical or whatever word it is you want to use to be in relationship with me, meaning being on their email list? And then how can I make it even easier and more fun and simpler to reach out to me, to contact me, and ultimately to give me money? The other thing is having a book now, a buy now, or an add to cart button, there is no shame in that. The process of invoicing back and forth and back and forth, I fucking hate answering invoices. Like, dude, just let me hit a button and I will happily pay you. You wanna send me an invoice? It's gonna take me five to six days because I am slow with that sort of thing. Buy now is buy now, done. So the power of the buy now button is, in college, when Amazon was new and only on your desktop because iPhones didn't exist, and yes, I am old, it's fine, um, when Amazon was new, they introduced the one click. And so I would get hammered at parties or whatever in college, come home and then just buy books. Like that's what I would do. I would buy books, obviously. And so three, four or five days later, just boxes would show up and I'd be like, huh, I wonder what that is. Oh, that's, oh, I drunk bought some books. The power of the one click button is hundreds of dollars worth of books, right? 
or the difference between booking you now and booking you six months from now when I happen to stumble upon your website. Let it be easy to, to subscribe to what you're doing, to take your freebies, to get samples, and to give you dollars, right? So if you are kind of a, like a, there are two kinds of money people, I think, in the world, before you get to the part where you're just good with money. There is a money ostrich, which is like, you just try to avoid money at all costs. Like, I don't want to talk about it. I will just give that to you for free. That is not a problem. And then there's the money duck, which is you can accept money, but then it just rolls right away into something else. And the truth is that you need to get comfortable with accepting money and then leaving money in your bank account so that you can use it for other things later instead of just reinvesting it into your business all the time. Tangent. Okay, so everything I know about website traffic is you can have 70,000 people visit your website in the next 10 seconds and assuming it doesn't crash, if you're not treating them as if you're dating them, if you're taking too much advice that is not directly relevant to who you are as a human being, if you're not interested in your own shit, if you're making it difficult for people to give you money, and if you're not genuinely enthusiastic about the stuff you're creating and asking people to subscribe to, you're not going to be converting people into customers. This is not about change out your social media graphics or add more links to Instagram or blog more or blog less or change the dates or fix the fonts. It's at this fundamental level way below that. Are you interested in what you're making? Are you interested in your website, in your offers, in what you're producing? Because people can feel that. Are you being yourself in business? Because people can feel that. Are you truly meaningfully connecting with who you are and your work in the world before you give it to anyone else? Because people can feel that. Those are the landmarks by which you can measure whether or not your website is successful. So a quick resource for you if you want to, uh, the Desire Map, which is by Danielle Laporte. Uh, it's just to help you kind of figure out how you want to feel in the world. But if you kind of retool it, you can also see, okay, well, how do I want other people to feel when they visit my website? That is really, really important because the way that you structure the entire website changes based on the words that you choose. So if you go to brandcampblog.com, I built the whole fucking thing around two words, ease and enthusiasm. I want it to be easy to read, easy to connect, easy to opt in, and I want you to feel really enthusiastic when you're doing it. Just in case me in pink hair jumping on the bed is not enough, there, uh, there's plenty of kind of little tricks and places to click and don't click here buttons and fun things that it keep you engaged and keep you enthusiastic about the material. So choose your words and go revisit your website with an eye toward that. Again, this is not about fonts. This is not about social media graphics. This is not about talk to your graphic designer and drop seven grand. This is about how enthusiastic are you about what you're creating. You can only expect your customers to be as enthusiastic as you are. They will never care more than you do. So if you're having a fundamental kind of loss of that primal belief in who you are or what you're doing, it's going to show. And that's when it's time to double down in terms of what you offer, how you're portraying yourself to the world, and how much enthusiasm you're bringing to your work. I guarantee that that will help you immensely in your quest to bring in more clients through your website. And that's it. That's, that's what she said. I've got like 30 seconds left because it's going to be less than 15 minutes. So grab yourself uh, your website 
and uh, and change it up. Grab yourself an email and email me, brandcamponline at gmail.com. Yes, my tech guy yells at me every fucking day to change that. And look, buddy, that's just what it is, brandcamponline at gmail.com. Send me a question, send me a comment, head on over to brandcampblog.com, join the Fuck Yeah Club. I will see you later, and thanks for listening to this very first podcast of That's What She Said. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly, scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.